episode is sponsored by Millibooks. Search for author Erica Deary in your favorite online bookstore. One of the benefits of being bicultural is simply the awareness that how you live is not the only way. Anne Campanella. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Bilingual Book Club. This is a space for parents, carers, and teachers to discover bilingual books. I'm Erica Deary, and in this fourth episode, I will be interviewing Natalia Simmons, who is the author of The Spanglish Girl or La Chica Spanglish. Natalia was born in England to a Spanish mother and an English father. She grew up bilingual and spent every summer in a quaint village in Spain with her grandparents and many cousins. Natalia absolutely loves languages and different cultures and studied languages at university. She's traveled extensively around Latin America and Spain and has worked in children's centers. By merging the two experiences, she decided to write the bilingual children's book, The Spanglish Girl, La Chica Spanglish. And just this week, she launched her book business called Bilingual Books and will be publishing more bilingual books in the upcoming months. Natalia, welcome to the Bilingual Book Club. Thanks for having me. Thanks for your time. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself and how did you get into writing children's books? Yeah, so um, I'm half Spanish, half English. I live in the UK and I grew up speaking both languages. Um, I've always loved writing, reading books, even as a young child. I, I loved reading books in both English and Spanish, but there weren't ever really any bilingual books when I was younger. There weren't, you know, one page English, one page Spanish. So, um, yeah, I decided to finally continue with my bilingual book during the pandemic when I was made redundant from my job. I had so much spare time. So I thought, why don't I go back to my book and make some changes and go and self-publish it? Because initially, two years ago, I had presented my book to some traditional publishing houses, but I got rejected and I thought, oh, I can't be, it, I can't, it can't be that good if they're rejecting it. So yeah, fast forward two years later, during a pandemic, in a lockdown, I decided to just go for it and self-publish the book on Amazon. And I'm so glad it, I did publish it on Amazon because it's exploded as, you know, I've um, sold so many copies around the world. I've got parents thanking me that, you know, that their children can relate to the main character, Anna. So it's all been good news. It's been really positive and it's made me want to write more books. And I'm in the process of publishing my second book, which is about Mexican culture. So that should be out at the end of the month. Oh, fantastic. We will have to have you here to talk about that book. Too. So um, where did the idea of this particular book came from? So in the book we see um, Anna, she lives in England, she lives in London, and yeah. she goes to Spain um, to visit her family. But when she gets there, she can't quite remember to speak Spanish. And then when she talks, um, people think they, she speaks a bit weird. Um, yeah. How did that idea came from? It's, well, it's actually from my own experience. It's loosely based on my experience when I used to go to Spain in the summer holiday. You know, I'd spend all year in the UK. Then I'd go to Spain for five, six weeks. 
And at first I would, you know, even though I'd speak Spanish with my mum all the year round, there were times I would struggle a little bit because it's, it's getting into the rhythm, waking up, realising, okay, I'm speaking in Spanish with everyone. So the first few days were a little bit difficult, but then I'd get used to it. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking Spanish. So sometimes there were occasions with my cousins or my friends, they would they would sometimes mimic my accent because it was a mixture of both English and Spanish. You know, it wasn't 100% Spanish. So um, I did find that a bit difficult. And I would go back to my grandmother's house and say, well, you know, I am Spanish. I'm half Spanish. I, I think I do speak well. Why are they laughing? And you know what kids are like. They laugh at anything. Yeah. Um, so I thought, yeah, I, that's how the idea came. And I wanted children who are bilingual or speak Spanish I wanted them to be able to refer to a book if that ever happened or if they felt a day's if they were confused with their you know their heritage if they're English or Spanish or Mexican or whatever so yeah I, I just I wanted to help other bilingual children but I also wanted to educate um, children on different cultures you know children that, that aren't bilingual you, you know the children who were learn in Spanish it would be a good guide for them to pick up the vocabulary and also understand different cultures hmm, that's fantastic my own yeah yeah I, I love that it comes from um yeah from your own experience so in the beginning did you intended to write it bilingual or did you change along the way no so initially I did only write it in English and then because the you know the whole idea got together and I thought well, it makes sense to have it in Spanish as well you know it's called the Spanglish girl it it talks about her being English and struggling some at the beginnings to speak Spanish so it made total sense to have it in both languages you know one page in English one page in Spanish and it's a bit more niche and I think we need more bilingual books out there I mean there aren't that many in the UK and growing up I don't think I saw that many so I thought it will you know I'll be able to sell it in America for the Latin speaking community or, or you know South America all around the world I thought if rather than just have it one have it two I think it'd be more of an advantage yeah I kind of find the same um one of the reasons why I started writing my own children's book is because I would buy a book here or get it from the library here in Australia in English and I would speak, mm. I would translate it in my brain and then, yeah, it in exactly. Spanish. And, you know, baby books are really easy, but when the stories get a little bit more complex or even when they rhyme, they sound amazing in English, but it's yeah. like brain torture to try to do it on the one go. So I'm like, oh, no, I need to have something where I can just read it and don't worry about it. How did you find your illustrator? Because I, I really like these illustrations. Um, they are quite, quite soft, kind of, they look like watercolor. And, um, you know, they really show the village in Spain. They show illustrations of England. So how did you go about finding the illustrator? Yeah, so, oh, for years, I was on and off looking on like Fiverr Upwork, but I mean, I don't know, it sounds a bit bad, but I, I'm not, I didn't really trust them because I thought well I don't know them in person or, you know if I maybe knew them in person or if I knew someone who knew an illustrator then that would help so my my friend's sister is an illustrator and she studied illustration she's done some beautiful illustrations I looked on her 
website and I thought okay maybe I can go with her I could do the illustrations with her she's Italian um, she studied in the UK so she's going to understand my vision about two cultures in a, in a different country so um, I contacted her I told her the sort of thing I was looking for and she she thought it was a great idea she understood the concept my vision she said just can you send me photos of your village because the front cover is that is my it's my mum's village it's a real place and all the illustration inside are of a real village real people you know it's my grandparents my friends so I really I trusted the illustrator and I sent her all the photos you know I sent her photos of the village inside the village what I used to look like as a child what my friends used to look like what my grandparents looked like she put it all together and it was absolutely amazing I sent it to my mum and said look she's it looked exactly like the village and I sent it to my friends in Spain and they loved it and yeah without the illustration you know it wouldn't it'd be probably be rubbish because I found someone and I've trusted them and they've replicated it and so many people have commented on how much they love the illustrations people that live in their village are amazing like wow it looks exactly like the village it's more animated it's lovely and yeah I've had really good feedback from people who live in the village or who visit the village you know it, it takes them back to a place of when they were young so they, yeah they absolutely even the man the village is like wow the illustrations are amazing and yeah he loved it so um I'm really happy and she's going to be illustrating my next book because my next book which is more about Mexican culture as well the you're going to love it. The illustrations are so colourful and lovely. I, I can't wait to publish it and for people to see. Oh, fantastic. And yeah, I guess like if you live in this particular place, it's always really nice to see the place where you live, you know, immortalized in a book. So I think that's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Um, I know how it can be a good conversation starter about thing I keep bringing up into cultures and to languages. What has been this feedback that you mentioned before about um, your book, maybe parents or teachers or other people who've read the book? Yeah, good point. So there's been a lot of parents, so it's a lot of Spanish mothers who live in the UK and they're bringing up their children bilingual. So I've had a lot of the mothers message me saying that their children have really, you know, they've, they've, they've identified themselves with the character because they come from dual heritage. Um, they sometimes find it hard when they go to Spain after spending the whole year in the UK speaking English, when they go to Spain, at first they struggle a little bit with the language because they've only been speaking it at home with their mum or their dad. And so they go to, a, you know, they go to Spain, spend the whole summer holidays and at they start, yeah, they feel the same. They think, I can't, what happened? I thought I could speak Spanish, but you know, it takes, they've said that it's taken them a few days, just like the character. And they've actually, their children have actually had occasions where their cousins weren't mean, but kind of thought it was a bit funny that they had like a different accent and they were a bit different and maybe their mannerisms were a bit different. And some of, you know, the way that maybe the body language was maybe a little bit different. So they felt a little bit different because they are, they, you know, they don't live in Spain. That's so right. yeah, I've had a ton of feedback, um, good feedback really, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, now that you mentioned that 
you know, the character, they speak Spanish at home. And then when they go to Spain, they can't quite get it. I had the same experience when I moved to Australia because I learned English, American English. So then I was here and I could not understand anything because of the accent or because they use different words. So yeah, I could definitely relate to that. Um, Would you say more like an Australian accent now? I think so. It's good to have an accent because it tell you've got like it tells you the story of where you come from. You know, you've got this new world to tell people about. I think it's oh, great. absolutely. Now, this might be a bit of a selfish question for me, but when I read your bio and, and your book, I immediately thought about my own kids and how they have a Mexican mom who speaks to them in Spanish and an Australian dad who speaks to them in English, and they're growing up with these two cultures. Um, how did you feel growing up um, like that? Was it like normal for you because you grew up in London and it's super multicultural or were, were you sometimes like, oh, I don't want to speak Spanish? How was your own experience? Oh, wow. It, it depends as well because it depends on what age. I, I find it depending, you know, when I was a small child to then maybe nine and then turning into a teenager. I've constantly been battling, you know, my identity. Am I more English today? Am I more Spanish? Some years, I don't even want to live in the UK. I want to be in Spain. So there were so many occasions, I guess, when I was a teenager and you go through all the hormones, I just wanted to be in Spain because it's, you know, when you're a teenager, you moan about everything and you think, oh, my life would have been so much better if we lived in Spain. But the occasion, there were social occasions, this is throughout when I was younger and a teenager, when I'd go in public with my mom, I never wanted to speak in Spanish because I thought that people would think we're strange and I thought people are going to be looking at us because we speak Spanish, even though I live in Brighton and there's so many Spanish, there's so many nationality. I don't know why I thought, oh, they're going to be looking at me. But then as I got older, I thought, no, it's brilliant. I can speak to my mum in public because we can laugh about things or we can have, you know, have secrets and people won't understand. So I didn't, at a young age, I didn't understand that. But I, I always, spoke, always spoke at home. And I guess I did feel a bit different to my classmates because there weren't many people in my class. I, think, I don't think I knew anyone in my class who spoke Spanish. So I did feel different but because I had this experience of going to Spain I had this new culture and language and I didn't realize at the time how what an advantage I had I just thought sometimes I got confused but when I look back now it was an amazing advantage because I had a really good memory I could remember my when I was studying or, or when I read a book I could remember every single detail and they do say if you're child speaks two languages their memory improves and I really believe that oh yeah and even now I've got really good memory oh that's fantastic um so do you have any advice for parents on how to share their culture um with their kids like anything that do you think works for you or worked for you growing up yeah so speaking firsthand that's one of the things that I actually loved about being bilingual. It was learning, have, learning the Spanish culture. And I used to always ask my mum about certain traditions or why do they act like this to do this in the UK? And she said, well, it's not a custom in, in, in Spain to do this. So I guess my advice would be just 
expose them to say your children speak Mexican to uh, oh, Spanish sorry um expose them to like Mexican series or films like maybe like the film Coco or or maybe you cook them traditional Mexican food and then you know talk about Mexico or if you talk about your experience growing up in Mexico and why it's slightly different I think they would really love that and maybe speaking to family on um, Zoom you know because they'll, they'll have to speak Spanish then won't they and if your family can then talk to them about Mexico oh this is what we did today in Mexico it, you know oh it's a celebration say and just yeah, try, I guess, rather than lecturing, because children don't like to be lectured, make it like a fun thing, like, oh, we, oh you cook some a me typical Mexican dish, and then you can talk about it, or what you used to do when you were a kid that's a little bit different to what they do in Australia. They do as well is um, playing music. So one of my kids, she loves uh, Selena, so she says, Mom, put uh, bidi bidi bam bam, and we do that. <laughs> So I think that's something we really enjoy doing it. You're saying that. I absolutely, I love Spanish music now and Latin American or Mexican, Colombian. It's because my mum used to play Spanish music and even my dad, who's English, he loved Latin American music. So that was always on it. And I, I absolutely loved it. And I think probably singing in Spanish, it probably helped me with my accent and it gave this positive vision of oh this is what Spain's like very happy in the in the summer in Spain they've always got this they always used to have this one song that was really famous and everyone would dance to it and sing so music is a really fun way to incorporate into children's lives just just to learn the language and to hear it and with the pronunciation and it's fun yeah exactly and it's fun to dance so parents here you go this is there are some some good tips on how to share your culture um, now, people who are listening or, or watching on YouTube, this next question that I'm going to ask, you can only understand if you've read the book, if you've read um, La Chica Spanglish. Um, do you like Aspacho? I do, I love it. And yeah. the, <laughs> I added Aspacho because when I was younger, it was actually jamón, it was the ham, the Spanish ham that I didn't like. Oh, right. And I thought, what? When I put that in and then my editor said why don't you change it to something that might be a bit easier to pronounce or something that might you know more children might know gazpacho so I kind of changed it to gazpacho because you know it's so such typical Spanish but I always loved gazpacho it was actually jamón that I didn't like I don't know why and my granddad used to tease me and say oh she's so English she doesn't even like ham because everyone in Spain absolutely loves jamón. So I was like the strange girl when people would come and visit our family and he would laugh, she doesn't even like jamón. And one auntie actually said, well, she, you know, she's from the UK, they eat different foods there. So, so yeah, it was, I changed it slightly for the book. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I love how we, you used a very personal experience. And I think yeah. it shows because it came from your heart. So I think that is why people have engaged with it because um, their kids are growing up bicultural or they themselves grew up bicultural. So I, I just love that about your book. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. So um, where can people find you online? 
Oh yeah, so um, you can find me on Instagram. I've actually, I used to be called Natalia Simons underscore Orphan, but this week I've actually completely changed it. I've opened my um, own, own publishing business so I can publish more bilingual, bilingual books. And you can find me um, under Bilingo Books on Instagram, um, on Facebook, on Twitter. I'm just as Natalia Simons Author. Um, yeah, that's it at the moment. I haven't got any YouTube videos yet, or I haven't put anything on Pinterest because there's so many, you know, social media channels out there. So I'm just trying to do little by little. Yeah, that's something you know for me that you can do. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, in Instagram. Oh, yeah. so Instagram is where you are more active. Yeah, Bilingo Books, or you can even search the Italian you can probably find me that way yeah and of course uh, La Chica Spanglish is available on Amazon is it available in any other stores um, it's available on some online stores called Little Linguist at the moment um, I'm trying to get it onto uh, Waterstones but I've got to you know change the ISBN so I do want to get it into more worldwide stores I think it was on Barnes and Noble but it's no longer in stock all right I'm sure they'll get it again after people yeah. hear <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much, Natalia. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. And remember, if you want to support independent authors, follow them on Instagram, buy their books, talk about their books, share their books. It all adds up. Um, all the links will be in the show notes. And see you next time. Happy reading. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you want to join the Bilingual Book Club, all you have to do is go to bilingualbook.club, enter your name and your email address and what I'll do is I'll just send you these really cute reading charts that you can fill out with your kids. Uh, maybe if your kid is very young, you can do only like one line at a time and then put stickers and um, maybe they can get a reward for every line that they complete or maybe they can get a bigger toy or something if they complete the whole the whole sheet um so yeah looking forward to seeing you in the club bye for now